0: This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman.
1: Un-Sportsman-like.
0: Who would win in a 40-yard dash between the three of us? CeCe.
2: He won a Super Bowl. He's I, a professional I would, athlete. I would win in a 40 yard Think drag. about the stride that it's, he has. If it's
3: longer than 40 yards, I ain't going to make it. But at 40 yards, I got you.
2: Yeah, I got you guys in half yeah. marathons.
0: Yeah. But 40 I can yards. think you in a 40-yard dash. No, you can't. No, you can
2: Okay, so we're going to no, do this. Can.
0: No, you
3: not And I will take it. And no, we're not, because I'm not going to tear a hamstring <laughs> trying to beat Evan.
0: Any update on your willingness to do that? No. No update. Okay. okay. We are on Sports With Like on ESPN Radio. That's like my
3: Cincinnati Bengals take yeah. where they're where they're it's, dead it's and done. gone. Yeah, it's it's done. It's, it's not going to happen for me. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, we are on Sports With Like on ESPN Radio, ESPN 2, the ESPN App Series, XM Channel 80, and all of our great ESPN stations across. The country. Harry Douglas is going to join us in 15 minutes. Hey man, Harry Douglas needs some controversy. Start, he needs
3: need to stop coming in our studio without permission too. Leave
0: it there. That's a problem. Leave it there. That's right. We have some controversy with one Harry Douglas. Yeah. We'll get to in 15 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, because there's, he's there's there's real this
3: real there's real beef.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now um, yesterday, so if you missed any of our first hour of the show, shame on you. You can go back on the <laughs> ESPN app and listen to our podcast where we discussed Thursday Night Football tonight between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. The importance for the game with Dak Prescott, of course, and Mike McCarthy, as well as Aaron Rodgers opening up that 21-day window for the New York Jets. There was also a story yesterday where um, the Patriots reporters were at practice and they saw, they saw two quarterbacks. Practicing. All right, well, why is that a story? Well, those two quarterbacks were Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham. And Mac Jones was just standing behind them, not throwing the football. Which makes you think that maybe possibly he's going to be the emergency third quarterback this week, and that maybe they start to use Bailey Zappi as the starter and sprinkle in Malik Cunningham, who is a an undrafted free agent out of Louisville, and had his worked for them at wide receiver and quarterback. All right. So What's interesting about that, and, and this is a bigger picture conversation about the NFL, uh, uh, an organization and a league that you played in for 11 years, CeCe, as to understanding what's gone wrong here. You look back at that 2021 NFL draft. Mm. Zach Wilson, number two pick overall. Bust. Third-string quarterback. Two years later, three years later. Trey Lance, number three pick overall. Third-string quarterback for a different team than Trey he drafted. Bust. Yeah. And now Mac Jones became a bust, wasn't initially a bust, but has become a bust.
3: Nevertheless, bust. bust.
0: <laughs> three of the top 15 picks, quarterbacks, Justin Fields is still a starter, Trevor yeah, Lawrence. It's still a question mark. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is, in my opinion, is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Like, I think he's that great, and I think the Jaguars are going to win a Super Bowl one day with Trevor Lawrence as their starting quarterback. Okay. I believe that. Um, explain to me how, three years later, three guys in the top 15 of that draft could be potentially third string quarterbacks how does that happen
3: well i mean that's typical of what we see in most drafts though i mean in any good draft you're only going to get two of those guys that actually pan out think about the 2018 quarterback draft where we had five quarterbacks taken in the first round how many of those guys are good sam donald stinks baker mayfield fringe starter i mean josh rosen is he even in the league i mean you have josh allen no. and lamar jackson that's it so, I mean, on, on, on the best years, you're talking about getting two quarterbacks tops that are actually good in the first round. That's the reality of the situation. That's life in the NFL. This is not anything new. Now, the 1983 quarterback draft class, that is different. That's a little bit of an outlier with John John Elway, Jim Kelly, and Dan Marino. That's different. Right. The 04 class with Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger, that's different. We even, know those like you, that, by even the way. Though, even though you don't like Phillip Rivers. But, yeah, we know those quarterback classes. are so different. Because they're so different. But in most quarterback classes, you're only going to get two guys in the first round that are actually – Legitimate, bona fide franchise quarterback. So I'm not surprised that it worked out this way with the 2021 class. Now, I didn't think that those guys would be as bad as they've shown as early in their career, but it's not a surprise that only a couple of those quarterbacks have panned out.
2: And it's because a lot of them go into very dysfunctional situations. I always wonder if, if some of these players, these quarterbacks who coming out of college had the skill set needed, if they went into a stable franchise, if they were surrounded by the requisite talent, would their careers have turned out differently?
0: Wait a second. Wait a second. One went to Belichick and one went to Kyle Shanahan.
2: I'm not saying that it's a blanket statement across the board. You think that Zach Wilson was put in a position <laughs> to have success? I didn't mention him.
3: No,
0: I but didn't mention
2: his sto- him. Do you think Justin Fields was put in a position no. to but, have success? But
3: the counter would be Trevor Lawrence. He went to Urban Meyer. Yes, I mean, but, Ur- Urban Meyer wasn't flying back on a team plane because he was hanging out but,
2: in Central Ohio. But we talk about him in the same <laughs> way. We,
3: we don't know who about. he was hanging out with. <laughs> what was he doing? You Ma- know what he was doing? He might have been hanging out with Ryan Shazier oh but anyway go ahead (laughs) look it up if you don't know it that's
2: not a club you want to be hanging out
3: it's not good to be trending on x and on the shade room on instagram no
2: No. you know you did something wrong so then
0: let me ask a big picture question then on this what's worse right now or what's more confusing the qb selection process or the head coach selection process Because I want to lead you into something, Cece. You brought up something this week that I thought was very interesting. You did it in passing. You did it quickly, and I thought it was a really interesting thing that I want you to elaborate on. You said, we are getting so bad at this coaching selection process, and we have such a quick hook with some of these coaches. We need to do a better job of figuring out how to find the right coaches, and maybe we should institute – a coaching salary dead cap. Explain what you mean by that.
3: Well, all I'm simply saying is when you look at the dead money that David Tepper has tied up in the coaches, what, Matt Rule? Then he had... Uh, Frank Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Well, I don't know how much... He may he still have that, he, though. He might still have And that well, right. Well, Matt Rule and Frank Reich are the ones that I'm thinking about. He's got to pay Frank Reich $25 million over the next three years to do nothing. Like, I just wonder if we have a situation where there is a dead cat where teams are in effect penalized and and they don't have the, the same amount of resources to go after head coach. If they one don't give those coaches a little more runway, but two put more emphasis on being able to develop the head coach, just like you would develop anybody else within your organization. And that's the surprising part because all of these NFL owners are billionaires. Most of them have other businesses the fact that they don't recognize the value in developing the people in the most important positions within your organization. So I don't have the exact right answer to how you solve the problem when it comes to making sure that you find the right head coach, but then also have the infrastructure to develop your head coach if the guy hasn't had the role or hasn't had the experience that's necessary to have success. But all of those things matter, and they factor into whether or not your product on the field can have sustained success. And that's why, when I look at the situation that the Carolina Panthers are in, and specifically Bryce Young, for all that they gave up to get Bryce Young, mm-hmm. the fact that they would have so much nonsense, so much dysfunction around him, is an indictment on the owner. They said a fish rots from the head down. I'm sorry, Carolina Panthers fans, sports fans in Charlotte. I don't have any optimism, any confidence that they're going to be able to get on track anytime soon.
0: Because what that does, Smalls, is it it basically says to, to David Tepper, sorry you can't fire Frank Reich 11 games in. Because you don't have the money allotted to you within this hypothetical scenario to do that. You have to now find the right coach. And if you don't right away, you have to let him continue. Which I think is an interesting way of going about it.
2: But I also think it could be helpful. I mean, there are, there are certain situations, like the Urban Meyer situation was so volatile, he could not continue on. No. But a lot of times, because a rookie quarterback is not having success, the head coach is the one that takes the fall. But by upending the coaching staff, you're further damaging a young quarterback by having all of that turnover. It's this constant cycle. That's why when I look at the Chicago Bears situation, just as an example, if Justin Fields is not your guy, if you're going to move on from him, if you're not 100% sure you want to give Matt Eberflus another maybe three years, if you're going to draft a rookie quarterback, you need to get a new head coach because you're going to damage that quarterback if a year later you decide he's not the guy. Then they have to start the clock over i just don't understand this is not rocket science to your point cc these are really smart people that well these are people that have made a lot of money don't give them too much they have made a lot of money yet they don't have the patience required or they don't have the the sense to look at the big picture and how this could damage the most important person in the organization, which is the franchise quarterback.
0: More times than not in any business, you reach the top by working your way up. Right? You go from step one to step two, step three. It may not be in the same company, but it's the same field. In the NFL, the highest ranking position is because you're amazing at something else. If you think about it logically, it's if you're amazing at running a hedge fund, you're the highest ranking football person. Makes no sense. But that's how, that's how, biz- when you buy a business in another field, that's basically what happens. And so we see a lot of that. But I,
3: what happened? No, I'm, just, I'm sitting there thinking about what you're saying, and, and you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, you could apply that logic to other things. Other not, businesses,
0: but, too. Yeah, like, I get it.
3: I was thinking government, but that's another story. <laughs> what are you guys doing later? Well, you uh, asked me the question. That's why I was laughing. You didn't have to ask me the question. <laughs> well,
0: I'm going to ask you this question. We put it up in the Keep us
3: both from getting fired, okay? Yes. All yes, right, sir. thank
0: you. Uh, I'm going to put this up. I, I put this up on Sports ESPN, at Evco Radio, at Chris Canty 99 at M Smallman, on X. Uh, Twitter, whatever the heck it's called these days, in the Dr. Pepper inbox. Right now, NFL teams are worse at picking QBs or picking head coaches. 888 say ESPN 888-729-3776, Because where how did we get here? We got here from the place that from the 2021 draft, which is not that
3: long ago. So you're saying is it harder to find a good head coach or is it harder to find a good quarterback?
0: Yes, however you want to phrase that. Because we, we're looking at with the Mac Jones situation, we think maybe possibly he could be the third stringer this week and join Zach Wilson and Trey Lance as third string quarterbacks three season in three seasons in? Like, I'd be fine if you were third string in year one. If you're like, hey, you know what? Smalls, we drafted you. You're a rookie. You're a first rounder. We're going to redshirt you this year. We don't want you. We want you to watch Pat Mahomes style. We want you to watch Aaron Rodgers style. We don't want you to play right off the bat. We want you to play next year. If you're a third stringer in year one, I got no issue with that. If you're a third stringer in year three, that means you stink. That means you're Horrible. And and by the way, look at all the, the coaches. Adam Schefter said on our airwaves the other day, ESPN NFL Insider, that he'd take the over in 7-10 to 10 coaching moves this offseason. So we're bad at picking QBs, and we're bad at picking coaches now.
2: So you think the Mac Jones situation is in part due to bad coaching?
0: I never said that,
3: did I?
2: Well, that's the that road that,
3: you're that, leaving, that, 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 I mean, that would be what we're led to believe.
2: If, right? If, 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 your you, logic,
3: if you want to apply your see,
0: logic. How,
2: how you a plus B to conversation equal C? Yeah.
0: take us to you guys trying to get me to rip Belichick, which he, I will never do?
2: Because you said that a lot of these quarterbacks aren't being developed because of bad coaching. That it's difficult to pick a coach. Therefore, some of the... <sighs> quarterbacks not having success is because of coaching. Right, and you use Mac me. Jones yeah, but, but as an example. To, just,
3: just, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, though, because you let us down an interesting road, like harder to find the head coach, harder to find the quarterback. Which one represents the bigger value proposition? The head coach of the quarterback.
0: The quarterback. But I, I led us down here because I was fascinated by your take the other day, which we just re- reiterated here, of we need to penalize the owners for having such a quick hook on some of these guys and not giving these guys a chance. And the only way to do it is by saying, No, sorry, you can't spend any more money on coaches because now your your allotment is taken up.
3: No, you're right, but I'm just sitting here saying you're saying that quarterback represents and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but yeah. how do you get like I, I guess how do you get You're to saying you can't how get do you get to the quarterback without, without the good head coach? Yeah. How do you get to like, like how do you get to a good how head do coach you, but, without a good quarterback though? No, no, but, no. Well, There's I mean, only one Mike Tomlin. Mike Tom but, but, I mean Mike Tomlin's a good coach. Bill, I mean Bill Belichick had a double digit win season with Matt Castle. So I mean it's not like a, a good head coach can find a way to put it together with duct tape and, 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 and bubblegum. But I guess my whole question is How can you get to a really, really good quarterback in the NFL without having a good head coach? Look at what happened with Trevor Lawrence. We're using the twenty twenty one quarterback class. Look how bad T. Law looked in his rookie year. Look how great he looked in his second year with Doug Peterson. Yep. Like that. that, I guess that's my question. Like, so then where do you? It's a chicken of the egg conversation, but I'm wondering where the value proposition lies if we're talking about franchises being better or worse at one or the other. Like, I just think that if you're a franchise. In order to get the most out of your people, you have to set the right culture. You have to develop the infrastructure. If you don't have that in place, including the head coach, you're not going to get the most out of the quarterback.
0: So let me ask you this very quickly here. You're going you're to start a franchise. Chris Canty is going to own an NFL franchise, 11-year NFL vet. We're putting you in charge. We are, we're going to give you one of two things. We're either going to give you a great head coach or a great quarterback. No name, just great head coach, great quarterback. Where are you starting with?
3: Great head coach. We're on
0: Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio.
4: to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash Unsportsmanlike.
3: This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
4: We
0: are Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Samsung is awesome. Let me tell you why. This Saturday, get game time ready with the Samsung Bespoke four-door flex refrigerator with Family Hub Plus from the Home Depot. Of course, Home Depot brings you college game day. Harry Douglas is a part of all of the College football coverage, NFL coverage, Freddie and Harry, 3P to 7P Eastern here on ESPN Radio. But got a little bit of an issue. Uh-oh. We love you. What happened? I think you're the kindest, funniest guy around. Oh,
5: this is not starting right.
0: <laughs> but CeCe, I mean, we, there's, there's three things. One, mm-hmm. you're messing with the chairs and the mics. Two, you're messing with Smalls' notebook. No, I like and it. And three, I believe that Thank somebody raised okay. the heat up last night in this studio. It was 8,000 degrees when I came in this morning. That Oh, I see. Oh, you did it.
5: Did you put it up to 74 in here? Uh, Yeah, because when I landed here in New York yesterday, it was Jack Frost outside. The wind was blowing. So I came in here and I said, it's humanly impossible that these three human beings can sit in this studio in the morning time when it's outside. But honestly, normally I change it back. I forgot to <laughs> that change what it back. I'm saying. <laughs> I am to change it back. it
3: Nah, you can change I, I, it, make yourself make yourself at home, <laughs> make it comfortable, but don't leave it the way you want it. Put it back so you know it's the way I wanted it.
5: I just said I forgot to change it back. No, no, no. I'm, fix the I'm lamb,
3: bro responsibility nah. for my actions. Nah, I need you to just take right. accountability. A dollar in the bad take Accountability. accountability. One dollar. You us a dollar. That's what accountability looks you. like. I got, I got you. That's what accountability, looks like. That's what accountability looks like. Or your watch. No, yeah. <laughs> nah, that's more than a dollar. Yeah, like hell. That's more than a dollar. That's, that's, that's a little more than a dollar.
0: We're
5: going to we
3: leave that alone. We're going to leave that alone. But
0: what, what happened with the chair? Alone? You came in yesterday. Yeah. What, what happened man? with the chair scenario here? So, so
5: normally when I come in and I do, you know, Freddie and Harry, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., you ain't got to let the people know. I sit right <laughs> here with CC sitting, right? Right. And normally this microphone, I adjust it, it's able to go down. But this time, you know, it was a struggle. <laughs> and it wouldn't go down. So I literally tried to change these two mics out. And that didn't work because I think the the, the Daffy thing is di- they're different. Okay. Well, okay. So I said, "You know what? I'm going to have to make this work because I'm not tall enough to reach this microphone." <laughs> so I had to get this box down here. Oh, my, that my smalls head. put a foot on. Yeah. A foot <laughs> on. I'm so short. And uh I had to put it in this chair and I had to I'm you trying put to think it how can, the chair? how can I work try, this so it don't together. sound weird. I had to use the box as a booster seat mm-hmm. so I can reach the microphone last night.
0: So you are a grown man that played your in the phrasing. NFL. You yeah, change your phrasing for Freddie Harris. Exactly. Yeah. I, had, I had to yeah. word it a different yeah. way. <laughs> word it in a different way. Yeah, exactly.
5: A booster seat. Yeah. 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 39 years old with a damn booster. Yeah. <laughs> Never th-
3: because, because Never th- the mi- <laughs> because the microphone was so
5: It it's it was a, it's, it's like up here and I was it was like right here and I was uh-huh. like I can't talk like this. <laughs> so I had to adjust myself.
2: Okay, now that we're... I'm sorry?
5: <laughs> wow. You, you found, a way. found <laughs> a way. You found, found a way.
2: Well, while we're doing the Harry Douglas press conference, I have a question, Harry. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, one of the amazing jobs that you hold is on College Game Day. We mentioned it on the way in. And love following your content on social media. You're always sharing your travels and getting ready for the city that you're in. Um, I noticed on your Instagram story the other day that you said when you land in a city for College Game Day, the first thing you do is go to the drugstore. Oh yes, And you buy a concoction of things to make sure that you're healthy, that the air is going. One of them is an air purifier. Are you buying an air purifier in every city you go to for college game day? And if so, what happens to that when you're done?
5: Every single city that I go in, especially now because it's getting cold outside. (laughs) So I like to keep my breathing and, you know, my my system clean. And, uh, you know, I'm talking a lot on TV and on radio. So I always want to make sure that, you know, I'm not getting sick. So I literally go to a pharmacy, a drugstore, and I get a humidifier and i get some tea tree oil and i put that inside the humidifier and i let it you know sit in my room and what happens so when it's you like leave? Oh, I leave it like there. you just leave it
2: there because
5: <laughs> my luggage already so you just
0: leave everything everywhere so you every leave time, the heat up so you leave the humidifier you just leave everything everywhere
2: there's like a graveyard <laughs> across america of humidifiers you just, we're just all
0: us to clean up for
5: you <laughs> listen <laughs> the people who get those humidifiers they're probably very thankful
0: they're probably very you know suspicious as to why this is in my left room left
5: us a humidifier so we can so we don't get sick how he much is a humidifier like, anywhere between 30 and 70 bucks. So you spend
3: $70 potentially to now, leave love it somewhere. I how he just goes to the high yeah. end. He just goes, he just goes $70. Just, he
5: put it, it out be, there. It could be $30. It could so be I mean, $70. I mean, Evan, I'm doing pretty well for myself. Good
0: job, buddy. We could tell by the watch. <laughs> All right, let's have you weigh in on what we were just talking about here. In the NFL right now, teams are worse at picking QBs or picking coaches?
5: Ooh, that's a good one. I would go... Picking QBs. Um, but I think the two go hand in hand because I think we're, we're in a time where, you know, quarterbacks are coming out in the nat- in, to the National Football League, but they're not ble- being tr- uh, properly coached at the college level. You look at most of these guys aren't even able to go under center and get a snap from the center because they're in the shotgun so much. A lot of these guys don't understand and know how to dissect coverages because of the simple fact that they're looking to the sidelines in college and you see cards being held up telling them what to do. I would also say when you look at those quarterbacks at the college level, it's all about tempo, tempo, tempo. How many plays can we get within this series throughout the duration of a football game? Uh, Now, when it comes to the coaching side, and, man, I seen a coach this weekend, and I'm not going to say his name, and I told him I appreciated the ins and outs of him coaching and, and teaching things properly. You want to know what his reply was? Because it's not done everywhere else, and that's including the National Football League. And it's crazy that we're at a time now where guys aren't being coached the proper way. Mm. Because if you don't have the proper technique, if you don't do things the the right way, if you don't do the little things, little things add up to big things. And and I'll go back to a, a coach I had, special teams coach I had, Keith Armstrong. He's down in Tampa now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the only special coach. teams I played was punt return. But I can tell you about what the R2 and the L2 supposed to do on kickoff because we were all taught properly. I can tell you on the punt team, the first guy down has to cut off the wide side of the field and try to shave you know, the returner's leg off. Not literally, but that's the terms, terminology you may use. right? So, so you don't get a big return hit on you. I know all these things, and I didn't play those positions because we were taught properly by Keith Armstrong. And I just don't think everyone is being taught, taught the proper
3: way, not just in the National Football League, but in college as well. So you're saying it's the coach. The coaches, they're worse at picking coaches than they are picking quarterbacks. Bro, I think it, go hand, it goes hand in hand. It's inextricably linked. Yep, it, it goes hand you. in hand. Speaking of a team that's bad at finding coaches and quarterbacks, the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they opened up the what window. A transition. They opened up the window, the <laughs> 21-day window for Aaron Rodgers to return to active roster. Is this a mistake by the Jets? I don't think Aaron Rodgers should play this season. Okay. Um,
5: when you look at the National Football, Football League right now, I'm trying to remember, I think it's the New York Giants are so one with 69 sacks allowed. Yep. Uh, two. Commanders. Commanders with 55. Correct. And third are the New York Jets with 47. Oh, my God. So you look at that offensive line first and foremost, and you say, okay, is Aaron Rodgers going to be able to protect himself? Then he's coming off an Achilles injury. Do you want to risk that and risk the 2024 season as well? I don't think the Jets are going to be able to make the playoffs. And I know, you know, they're still hope anything can happen. But me personally, I don't think it's going to be able to happen. They're 15th right now in the AFC. That's one less, one more than than being the worst in the AFC. So I I, I just don't see it happening. Then – they they're targeting the. At least the, they're com- not the Patriots. They're, they're, they're ta- See, targeting again, the why Commanders. Why do we have to game. do that? <laughs> yeah. So you know who the who who the Jets play after the Commanders?
3: Oh yeah, the Browns. They
5: play the Browns. Yeah. Who has the number one defense in the National Football League? Who has a guy named Miles Garrett? So you want Aaron Rodgers to be out there on that football field against that? Makes sense. No With that sense. depleted offensive line?
2: Everything you're saying makes total sense, but they've given him so much power already. How do they take that back? How do they tell him, we're going to be the parents in this situation and protect you from yourselves?
5: Well, it's, it's, it's just that – I won't say it's that simple, but it's something that Woody Johnson, the owner, Joe Douglas, the GM, and Robert Sala, the head coach, might have to do. Sometimes, you know, the coach in the front office might have to save the player from the player. And, 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 it's, and it's just that simple because all the excitement leading up to this season about Aaron Rodgers playing – you know, I was excited. You were excited. CCU, Evan, you, fans. Right. Right? What if he goes out there? Because, yes, you got to look on the positive side and say, hey, he can go out there and play at a high level and, and finish the season. But also, you know, you got to look at the pros and the cons. And then you know, I don't think you want to jeopardize your two thousand twenty-four season, because I think we've seen when Aaron Rodgers not, isn't the quarterback, what it looks like for the Jets.
0: Harry Douglas, you'll hear him today with Freddie Coleman, three P to seven P Eastern time on ESPN radio, Monday through Friday. And as C Camino one seventy eight tweets into us, he has now called him and he's a guy that worked in the uh, hotel industry, Humidifier Harry, joining <laughs> us every week at this time. Coming up, Damian Woody next on Sportsman Like ESPN radio.
3: Passion, drive, and patience.
0: We are on Sportsman Life, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com for more information. Hello, with Michelle Swoman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, Damian Woody in studio with us, ESPN. Hey, the, hey, hey,
3: the big <laughs> fellow. Hey. And we're
0: going to see him on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Harry Douglas just joined us moments ago and complained that he didn't have makeup on. And we're like, okay, what's the big deal? He goes, well, I was waiting for Damien because Damien was taking too long because he got some hand cream or something. What happened in there with you and Harry Douglas?
6: Yeah, so really, what this go- this goes back to Swagoo, right? Let's go <laughs> back to Marcus Spears. So I'm on IG, and I'm looking at my stories, and I see Swagoo getting – Hand massages yesterday <laughs> by by two of my makeup artists. I'm like, what? ain't no way in hell. I'm not. Go- I'm going to get mine.
1: <laughs> okay,
6: <laughs> going to get mine today. <laughs> and so yeah, after I got my makeup, you know, I got treated a little hand massage. And, and Harry was looking at me. So I was like, bro, really? Like really? You in here getting hand massages first thing in the morning? I'm like. Yeah, really. I'm gonna do that. Uh,
0: so is this for everyone, or just for the guys that played the NFL that had their hands destroyed, like the two of you guys?
6: Well, listen. I mean, I, I was assaulting people, and my man Chris would notice. I was assaulting people for 12 years. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I'm gonna get aggravated, this mas- aggravated assault <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah aggravated <laughs> right, uh, specific had, about He, had, he had handed out some ass weapons yeah, yeah, out
2: to
0: me. Yeah, yeah. Free. So
6: I'm <laughs> you making sure I got these hands
2: massaged. So you earned <laughs> that hand massage. Yes, I,
0: I did. 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 Yes, <laughs> yes. You. See. And how do you ask for it? You say, "Hey, I saw Who <laughs> got it. Oh, I
6: just I want to know." because I when I want one see I came in real loud I came just in made real, it real obvious I came in here I came in the makeup room hot and heavy okay. I'm like look I saw Swagwoo on you know on my Instagram getting a hammer, so I, the hammer I need that so I, you didn't even I, say I, hi.
0: You just went in, right in with that.
6: No, I said good morning. I, okay, you, know, right. I, you know, I, I, do, right. I am polite. I you said got good home morning. training. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I said polite, but then I got down the business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damien had the game plan. He's like, he yeah. knew he was going in there for, for that. Yeah. All right, big story we've been talking about today. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, a 21-day 21, day, 21 uh, window <laughs> is open here. If you're the Jets, do you allow him to come back?
6: If, if people can see my face right now, the ESPN they two? can't. Hell no. Like, why like this is a lost season. This is a lost season for the Jets. So right now they're four, they're four and seven. Aaron Aaron Rodgers coming back is not going to do. It's not going to move the needle at all for the Jets. They have bigger issues beyond Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers will be in that pocket and be a sitting duck for all those defensive linemen that's coming at him. Oh, yeah. Why sweep, would you, sweep the leg. Yeah, yeah, like, the like, kids. yeah like Sweep the leg again. Yeah, like why would you even yeah. Put Aaron Rodgers in harm's way. This is about – this should be the next step in the rehab process with all eyes towards 2024. 2023, loss, done. So,
3: 2023 is done for the New York Jets. Obviously, 2023 is not done for the Dallas Cowboys. They got a game tonight, Thursday night football, Uh, against a team with a winning record, a team that if the playoffs started today would actually be in in the Seattle Seahawks coming into their building. We know Dallas is great at home. If the Cowboys win this game,
6: what does that tell you about this team's chances at being able to compete for a championship? It just puts them on a collision course. That's what it does. It just puts them on a collision course for, you know, listen, I said this about the Dallas Cowboys. You know, everyone's talking about the Dallas Cowboys having not played the best of schedules. You know, I've said, listen, you play the teams that are on your schedule, you have no control over that. But what it does, Dallas has an opportunity coming down the stretch. They got some big-time games. And they're going to be, um, you know, on the collision course with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. If Dak Prescott handles business, Dak Prescott won MVP. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that right now. With the way Dak Prescott is playing right now, and these upcoming games this next month, if he goes out there and continues to do what he's doing right now. Dak Prescott's gonna win the MVP. Oh,
3: it's a good year for him to win MVP too. That's right. There, gonna get the there of that contract. you go. It's a there good you go. There you go.
6: So, <laughs> so, and even Dak has said this, like, like, none, nothing, none of this matters. Like at, at the end of the day, if I'm not winning the big games, I'm not doing that. Then what are we talking about here? That's exactly what I want. Like what I wanted to hear from Dak. He understands what everyone's talking about. Yeah, you're putting up great numbers, but. I, we need to see you do it in the best of moments, yeah. in the biggest of moments. If you, if he does that down the stretch, he's changing narratives around, you know, the way we look at Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Big time. Um, another team that is trying to change the narrative is the Carolina Panthers. Oh, boy. <laughs> they are going to be looking for a new head coach after they yes. fired Frank Reich. There's rumors out there that Bill Belichick may be the target. Do you think that that would be a spot Belichick would entertain? If you were to be done with New England, of course.
6: Well, that's a great question. I, I said that you know we were when we were talking our pre-production meeting um, for Get Up. I said they the, the pages they should trade Bill, trade trade Bill because I think New England needs a reset. Okay, I, I really do. They're gonna they, you know they're gonna be in, in contention for one of those top two quarterbacks. Oof. I think this is a time for New England to say you know what let's start with let's start with fresh everything. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think they should trade Bill. Now, if you could pull something like that off your Carolina, that would be a, be a coup cool because Bill, let's not get it twisted now. Bill is one of the best coaches in the history of the National Football League. I know we had the whole narrative with Tom, and Tom is, Tom is, is the GOAT. But let's not, let's, not, let's not smear Bill Belichick's coaching acumen. It's just that when you don't have a quarterback, guess what? That's what all these other franchises face in the National Football League. So, I would, if you could pull that off, yes, like go for that because you have one of the best coaches in the league.
0: Well, I talk with Damian Woody here on Sportsman Like on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Obviously, you and I both but have ties to the Patriots. Can I, pick you played, can I, for? I say
6: one, one yeah. last thing about that? Yeah. What asset do they have, though? Good question. Carolina? Yeah. What asset 30, do they 33rd have? 33rd pick. Is that enough for Bill? Hell no. That's not enough of Bill.
0: No, not for me. Well, I was gonna say, you played for them, I'm a fan of theirs, so yeah. obviously very, very similar in terms of the ties to them. But here's the thing that I would say I want Belichick back. And I've been thinking about this and I want to pitch this to everybody. Here's what I would say if I'm Robert Kraft, if if I actually felt this way, and I hope he does. I would literally come out and say this Bill Belichick helped us get six Super Bowls. Bill Belichick helped us get into the situation that we're in right now. And Bill Belichick is going to help us get out of this situation. That I think it is his job to get them out of this. That I think he got them in it, he can get them out of it, and I desperately want him back as a head coach in the New England Patriots, and I want to see what he can do with Drake May or Caleb Williams. Now, I say that, Damian, and this man sitting to my left laughs at me every single time I say that. And he's never taken a shot at Belichick, he's just taken a shot at me defending this stance. Are you still there after what he just said? Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, good. Over to you, (laughs) CeCe.
3: So, David, in week 13, we got a de facto playoff elimination game between the Broncos and the Texans. Yeah. Does one of those teams get in? Does none of those teams get in? Do both of those teams get in?
6: One of them is going to, at least one is going to get in. Okay. I I really do. Like, if you had, if you're putting stock in a team that's, you know, you've seen this, Chris, where, you know, a team in like the second down the stretch really start gaining momentum, a team that you might not want to play. You know, you know, you get closer to the playoff. Denver might be that team.
3: Never thought I would see that. I never never, never one thought five star, never thought they turned that thing. Never around. thought,
6: but listen, this is where coaching matters. And when you you know, Sean Payton and you know you know Sean. Sean comes from that Parcells tree. Maybe, like he, Sean,
3: maybe Sean wasn't wrong when he talked about the job that Nat
6: Hackett did last oh, year. Oh, he wasn't wrong. Maybe, don't, maybe, don't wasn't maybe, maybe. maybe Sean wasn't, wasn't wrong. wrong. He wasn't wrong at all. Maybe he, Sean wasn't, wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong at all. But look at the way he's coached that situation. Look at the way he's handled the quarterback position in Russell Wilson. How he, I said what he's done with Russ is less is more. No doubt. He's actually taking the ball out of his hand a little bit more, running the ball. Javante Williams. You know yep. what I mean? And then on third down, okay, we're going to let you cook some on third down and Russ is actually playing a lot better. And then obviously the biggest factor and the reason why the Broncos are playing or in the spot that they're in is their defense, right? Yeah, of course. Like the Broncos, I think over the last five games, what, 13 takeaways? 15, 15 takeaways? 15 takeaways in the last four games. In the last four games, over the last month, 15. That's an absurd number of takeaways for a team. Now the only question I have with the Broncos is, is that sustainable? Can you get keep getting those type of – that clip of turnovers—they come in bunches. They come, they do come in bunches. So that's my like my only question about the Broncos.
0: Damian, awesome job as always. Enjoy the hand massages, of course. <laughs> you,
6: will, you will see him. <laughs> did, did, did it change your mood? Did it make you feel better? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, okay. man, when you listen, us big folks, we need pampering too. Oh for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Go you. After the go get you go
0: one
3: too,
6: yeah. Go get you one too. They, they'll show me the
3: same kind of yeah. Logo. Oh yeah, they'll show you. Logo. You gotta come in okay. and scream at him. Okay. <laughs> hey, I go with Damian. Got him. I want mine. i was like, hey, so Damien told me I could come through. See yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Damian. Damian me. Just tell
0: him I sent you. Coming up, I'm over it. But first, Cece has this
3: from Granger. Oh uh, yes, for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
0: Pat Costello is our producer. One of our producers. We have a great producing team here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance, but he's annoyed with the world. And every single day at this time, he tells us what he is over. Go ahead, Pat.
7: Impatient texters. uh, Don't text me five times in a row if it's like an emergency or something. This happens a lot with mostly younger people. I deal with it with my little sister all the time. If it's that big of a deal, pick up the phone and call me. Don't send me seven texts in a row in a string that's like blowing up my phone. Like, just call me. If it's that big of a deal, just call me. Question for you.
0: Instead of sending the seven texts, if you put all of those texts in one text and you write a paragraph instead of multiple sentences, does that change your mind on anything? No. Okay, so it's the length of the text. So how long is the proper length of a
3: text? One sentence? Is that what you're saying?
7: Two sentences is fine.
3: C.C. Smalls? No, I'm with Pat on this one. Like, if it's that dire, that urgent, then just call me, though. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I hate when people constantly try to ping you to get your attention. It reminds me of my wife's work laptop, and all you hear is just these pings coming through from their messaging system internally at Google. Gets on my damn nerves. That ping drives me crazy. I don't know how much time I spend in my therapy sessions talking to my therapist about the damn ping and how it gets on my my damn nerves. I'm just, sorry. The pinging, the constant pinging from people, enough already, all right? If you want to get my attention, just call me. Or just send me one ping. I'll get back to you when I can. Don't keep inundating me with text messages and pings, constantly trying to get my attention. The
2: ping is triggering. I can Very feel that. Triggering. I can see Very that. and feel triggering.
3: that. We can turn the volume off, can't we?
2: Well, it's his wife's laptop. She's got well, to I'm hear. Gonna tell when my people wife are to turn the her, volume her off on
3: her work computer.
0: You're She's got exactly. <laughs> to know people trying
2: to get. Exactly. In general. One of Run
3: nothing in my house. Yeah, that's that's
2: not a wise decision. Let me just tell you. Uh, One of the things in life that really upsets me, and I think I'm a pretty easygoing gal, is when people waste my time. I don't know why we've gotten away from phone calls where it's just bing, bang, boom. Here's what I need. Here's your response. We're done with it in four minutes. Why do we need to go back and forth on email or on texting? It's such a waste of time. People today don't know how to actually communicate with one another, and it drives me crazy. I'm but, so But here's
3: the problem, with Smalls, what you're talking about. The people that want to call you, those are the same people that leave a voicemail. We don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> don't leave me a voicemail. Just, like, if you got a message for me, if I don't answer the phone, just text me. Okay. I don't, don't leave me a voicemail. Okay. Okay. So I don't want to be inundated with text messages. I will never leave you a voicemail. But, but what's worse than a lot of text messages is a one voicemail. Don't leave me a voicemail. Is that fair, Pat? Ev, we good?
7: Yes.
0: I, no voicemails. I, I,
3: I, I think so, yes. Consensus. No th- voicemail. I think
0: so, yes. Pat, next one.
7: Unless it's like a company. I'm cool with a company leaving you a voicemail because it's not like a person.
0: No, I don't. That's actually worse. Why no, you no, no. Like, like, you, okay, you for example, I have,
7: to, yeah. I have to like drop my car off at a car dealership to get checked out. They left me a voicemail. Okay, confirming. that's different. That's, that's different. what I'm
0: talking yeah,
7: about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Next cool one. with that. Uh, by the way, uh google your sponsor here if you want it sponsor- <laughs> sponsorship right, here pat desperately wants a sponsorship, sponsorship. he just doesn't know how to spell sponsorship on a well, sheet Ch- you can, Ch- see on can fix that though That's right. yeah, there you go Brought
0: to
3: you by. exactly
7: uh speaking of wasting time i hate people who uh share videos that are not funny and it's just like three minutes of not funny videos i only have so many hours in my life left you just wasted three minutes of mine nuno Totally, I
6: oh,
0: totally hear now. you on that. I got a text from a guy last night, um, a guy I like, and he's really good at what he does, and he's a good guy, but he's sending me like a video of a leak in his ceiling. Like, why the hell would I... I
3: did I... see that. I, I that, that. I saw that yeah. too. Yeah, it's like, that's I don't... Uh, it seems like, it's it's seems, like that seems like that's a you problem, right? Yeah, we, not, well, we how am I going to fix it?
7: We don't need to know that. We're no. not there. Yeah. No. You know. yeah. Okay, to be clear, I sent that video and every single person in the group went, oh, that just happened to me. Yeah, but you know what we didn't do? Every person in the group sent not send, didn't video send videos yeah. of their
3: issues with flooding in their respective places. What was the video that Nuno sent you?
7: Because now I yeah, got to know I that. I know. That was my question It too. was a woman in the Midwest cooking a taco casserole. I
2: saw it. Tater tot casserole. Yeah, it was
7: very it. not funny and also did not look delicious. So it, also, it was a waste of my time. It
2: looked terrible. No, no, I say this respectfully to the woman, just not my taste, not my type of casserole. She also said things in a very pointed way. I kind of felt like she wanted to beat me up the whole time I was watching Mm. the video. And I don't know why, Pat, we both got the same tater tot casserole video that's circulating in our group chats. What does that say about us? First of all, it's
1: not in the group chat. Second of all, the point of the video is, is how angry she was. She was angry. And third, he didn't watch the whole damn three minutes, so Pat's just being Pat.
0: Why did you feel the need Nuno, to notice pat a view
1: of a woman doing that? I didn't send it to him. T- I showed it no. to him. It was, it was I worse. It, to him.
7: it was worse than sending it to me. He stood over my shoulder and made me watch it. That's odd. It was terrible. Next one, Pat. Uh, this is someone else that was over me, and I need to know if I was in the wrong. Uh, so I got on the elevator and held the door for a woman who got on and said thank you. Who then proceeded to get angry at me for not saying you're welcome and called me rude and then got off the elevator. I, who's was I wrong? Was she wrong? Wow, you didn't do the you're welcome. Interesting. I never had to do the no you're welcome.
3: No, I held the elevator door open yeah. for you so you could get your ass on there. I don't owe you a you're welcome just because you tell me thank you. Yeah, that is. I don't want to talk to you. I just, like, if I'm doing something nice and being good, I don't, listen, the thank you, it's nice, but I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my own heart. I don't need you to then say thank you and then expect for me to say you're welcome. Like, I don't, we don't have, again, this is the nice versus kind argument. I don't need your niceties. I'm being kind to you. You respond in kind by saying thank you. That should be the end of it. This doesn't have to go on in perpetuity. And you say, you're welcome. Oh, well, thank you. We don't have to keep doing this dance. I held the elevator open for you. Get your ass on the elevator and be happy. And let's be done with it. Let's both go on about our day. We ain't gonna be friends and lie. It ain't gonna, we ain't striking up a friendship or kinship. It is done after this moment. Okay, yeah. I held it open for you. <laughs> We're out. Get on the elevator. It's done. It's over with.
2: But what a miserable person, Pat! I'm so team you on this one. You did something kind for her. You held the elevator, and she turned it into a personal beef. Yeah. She took a moment that should have been nice. That you did something for her. You went out of your way to do something for her, and then she turned it into should a. Should have problem.
3: pressed the close button, Pat. That's <laughs> a, you, you know, That's, that's your fault. Not, matter of fact. I'm changing my position. It's on him. It's on you, Pat. Don't hold the You door. should have pressed the close button. You know, there's a lot of people that No good deed goes unpunished. That's the true. thank
0: you rules, like at a restaurant. I know some people that would say thank you only at the start and finish when a waiter or a waitress would come to the table. I'm a big thank you for anything they bring it to the table. They bring water. Thank you. If they bring an extra fork, thank you. I say thank you every single time. Some people believe you only do thank you in the beginning and end. Are you an every time over?
2: You know what? I've never really even thought of it. I'm saying I, I don't know why people think about things like this that much. I'm sure I say thank you every time, but I'm not going uh, in with sure? a, I'm not going into a restaurant with a thank you game plan. I'm just gonna be a, a pleasant a and polite point. person. That's a great point. I don't, yeah, I yeah. don't need to no. execute. Yeah, exactly. Think
0: about what you do. If you go to a restaurant, every single time a waiter or a waitress brings you I'll something. Pro- no,
3: I don't say thank you. I say appreciate you. Well, that's thank you.
1: Same,
0: uh, it's same, the same thing. thing. Same thing. <laughs> uh,
3: it's, 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 but it's just—I uh, don't know. It's just my thing, and I, uh, that's what I do. Patty, you a beginning and end thank you person at a restaurant?
7: Every single time anything happens, I'm saying thank you. Yeah, you uh, could. You could Those drop people them. People have your yeah. food unless yeah. I'm unless
2: I'm yeah. drinking water or eating. Sometimes, you know, if they're refilling your water and you're eating, maybe then I won't. But right. yeah, okay. I think I say it every time. Do you
7: guys look up the menu before you go to a oh, restaurant? 100%. 100%. I actually
2: think if you don't, you are a chaotic person. You just like to live life on the edge.
0: Yeah, I don't even want them to give me a menu when I get to the restaurant. Oh, I want to I I I have the – my wife and I go out to dinner. I think we're done within uh, 45 minutes because I know exactly what we're going to get before we even go there. They don't have to bring me the menu. I, I don't know. It's awful. Sometimes we're like, well, now what are we going to do? we got a babysitter. we got to do something here. We're Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance. It is Unsportsmanlike. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to
1: Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU.
0: Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.